0: Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shore. Well, hello and welcome to this week's Countryside Programme with Kiri Kermode and Simon Clark. And this week we dedicate it to a very successful 2017 Royal Manx Agricultural Show. It was held, of course, at Knockalo Farm in Patrick on the Friday and Saturday, and we spoke to the judges on the day the president the secretary of the event and some of the organizers and the prize winners on the day as well from the reserves up to the supreme champion after the uh, parade at the end of saturday daytime we look back as well on friday evening when the isle of man food and farming awards were presented as well and some great names involved in that we'll get more in detail in this week's countryside so Take a listen. Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Well, Kerry, we're still here on the show field uh, late into the Saturday afternoon, but um, what a successful show it's been. The weather was a little bit iffy, but it certainly didn't deter the crowds from coming out.
1: This afternoon, it's been absolutely chaos, hasn't it? There's families, there's pets, there's all sorts of people here enjoying the afternoon and what a brilliant day it's been, eh?
0: Yeah, and it's one of them shows, I think now, that there is still that farming element where the machinery has been here on display. Um, the livestock, uh, and there's been a really good selection of livestock, the goats have been in there this year haven't they, and the uh, the calves, the cows, the bulls, the light horses which we'll come to later on as well. It really has been magnificent and the way that it's spread out, um, the people that promoting the Manx produce and the Manx things that can get to eat, it's just one of them days that. Some people are still just coming, I think, to this event once a year. <laughs>
2: you
1: it, it really, they couldn't fit another tent or marquee on this actual show field. They say they're short of room. They've had to turn away some uh, trade stands as well, unfortunately. But uh, there's talks they might spread into the next field, but it just shows that people are willing to support the show. The visitors here today, uh, it's been brilliant. But the, even the judges from the UK, the, the compliments it's given the Royal Agricultural Show, it's just second to none.
0: Yeah, and it's been just... Uh, everyone has been... Um, you know there's been some different class winners in, the, in this particular in the livestock sections hasn't there but everyone's took it on the chin and go okay well, that's quite a nice animal there's been lots of praise that way around this year hasn't there it?
1: really has some of these judges are some of the great stockmen across the whole of the UK coming so you can't really argue with their their top choice in each of these sections we are very lucky to have these type of judges
0: because it's not just the, the Saturday where the livestock are on show and everything. There was a lot going on on the Friday at the show field. And of course, it was the uh, Tomorrow's Farmers Awards and loads of awards that are related to uh, people producing Manx produce and, and promoting it here on the island, wasn't it?
1: It was a great turnout in the Deaf and Marquis for the, for the ceremony, of the Food and Farming uh, Production Awards. And I caught up with some of the winners that night and they were absolutely delighted. Fiona Anderson, you and your family won the
3: Diversified Farm Award here at the beautiful ceremony we've had. How does it feel? It's great. We're really excited to win it. It's quite exciting. We've won an award we didn't know existed, so that was great. (laughs) Obviously, you have to be nominated
1: for these awards.
3: You've obviously got some very, very confident people behind you, backing you all the way. Yes, I've no idea who nominated us. Whoever it was, thank you very much. It was very kind of you.
1: (laughs) But a lot of hard work goes in back home. You've obviously got a
3: lot of areas covered at the farm at Nocello Beg. We have. We're diversified into quite a lot of different things. We started off with the tourism accommodation, so we started with that, and we've done a different sort of accommodation every year, for the last seven years. And then last year we opened up Open Farm, and that's been really, pop- amazed how popular it is actually, but people seem to love coming out and touching animals and seeing, uh, seeing what we do and hearing about farming. That's very exciting. And then this year we opened our farm shop. So it's yeah, it's been great. But it's a lot of areas to cover. Like, how do you manage your good staff and family to look after them all? We have fantastic staff. We have fantastic staff and fantastic family. So it's a great team and it's great fun. Yeah. But an award like this, it does give you the drive to continue and improve and progress. It does indeed. In fact, I'm having hip replacement in six weeks, so that's going to be interesting because I have lots of time to think up my next idea. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna <to> hate it. <laughs> but changing from teachers into agents agriculture and then diverse them further you know you've, you've covered a lot of areas throughout your life yeah i think having been teachers it's made us very passionate about telling people about the farming industry and about why it's so special and why it's so important to buy manx stuff yeah we've, we've loved doing it and hopefully we'll carry on telling people about it james Callor
1: you're the winner of the farming award for 2017 what a massive achievement for you
2: yeah thank you it was good.
1: Was it expected though? Obviously a lot of hard work goes into farming back at home.
2: No I wasn't expected to be nominated and to be shortlisted is an honour yeah.
1: What do you have at home that makes you set apart from the rest of the farmers here on the island?
2: I don't think I'm doing an awful lot different than the rest of the farmers on the Isle of Man it's just I had the honour of being nominated.
1: You obviously farm 840 acres which is a big farm across four farms how do you manage?
2: travel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've got good support and good employees I imagine. Yeah
2: some very good employees and help with both family and paid employee yeah.
1: Big change came for the farm when you moved from dairying a good few years ago into beef and sheep production now. Yeah
2: it was a difficult decision at the time but I hope it's paying off.
1: And I see you're diversifying into uh, a new crop this year too.
2: Yeah quinoa It's a work in progress, but we all see how it goes. It looks good at the moment.
1: But you also grow other crops as well. Is it just for the livestock?
2: It's all feed for the the livestock at home.
1: Is there any plans for the future, though, for the farm to develop any further?
2: We're always looking at new ideas and um, new crops.
1: So, Devereux from Starby Farm, the winners of the Food Producers of the Year 2017. How do you feel,
4: Steve? Absolutely delighted. Amazed.
1: Hard work's obviously gone into this.
4: Yes, definitely. Lots of hard work, lots of tidying, lots of sorting things out, lots of controlling weeds, lots of trying to get the sowing done at the right time.
1: And it's been a good year for growing plants, I imagine. It's been sunny, hasn't it? Yeah,
4: good year, lots of rain, not too much wind.
1: But it was a big undertaking. You diversified from egg production into the salads and and sauces and veggie growing.
4: We realised that we had to spend more time on growing our salads, and more time on our preserves. And the only way would come is moving away from eggs and focusing our energy on, on a, a smaller area of the business.
1: But also you're investing heavily into the polytunnels and irrigation rooms, is, is this what I believe?
4: It's into a packing room, packing areas, because if you're going to supply into retail, you've got to have a nice clean area so that you've got your staff and scales and all the right packaging to get it all right so the customer in the, in the supermarket pleased with their product and that takes a lot of work
1: but having the judges say today at the awards ceremony that they really enjoy the edible flowers who knew they'd be getting grown on the Isle of Man you know it's just seems so far fetched but
5: here it is today I know and it's quite amazing people do love the flowers you know they're sort of like a, a novelty in some respects but you know they've got such lovely flavours like the nasturtiums fantastic you know sort of peppery flavour with a sweetness and people love them to use them for parties or weddings and things like that so and they're so colourful too oh yes fantastic blue and oranges and yellows and reds
4: yeah beautiful
1: and is it hard Do you have to get out there and research what people want because obviously there's no point growing a whole vast of things that are not needed
4: you do but you then also have to just try like we are just trying out some sunflower shoots which are a bit like a bean sprouty sort of thing but they're quite temperamental to grow and people seem to like them but until you've actually got them in the supermarket which might mean that you will have spent three or four months growing them to the point where they buy them so you could have invested three or four months work and you won't know until you get there because there's no point in growing them for one week and then saying yeah we'll have them back in in three months time you've got to have them there the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day
1: consistency is king then really
6: definitely you've got to be consistent
1: angelese has been a very successful food and farming awards this year
6: absolutely i mean four great contestants so they're nominated by their peers, which is more important. You know, you had Sita Fiona John Anderson and Michaelo Beg who won the diversification award. I mean, it's unbelievable in terms of what they were and what they are now. Absolutely brilliant, you know, in terms of uh, educational visits, which is great for the next generation. Then looking at Starvie Farm a couple of years ago, eggs, now salads and everything else. And seeing the judges eating flowers will bring back horrible memories, I think. But anyway, it is definitely there. We, and then going on to James at uh, Ballaherd, brilliant. You know, what a fantastic uh, couple of hours we spent out with them, as well. And then finally on to sort of Alan and Rachel. tier. you know, a whole year. It's a year since Ballackelly've done. They've won a load of awards. Where they were and where they are now. An absolutely brilliant business and passionate and everything else all the way. But no, a really great uh, set of awards. Um, Great that the pairs have done, and, and it sort of um, hopefully it will spare other people on as well.
1: Such a broad range of variation they have on their farms. You know, it's not just agricultural cows and sheep anymore. It, how do you even compare them?
6: That's the hard bit. It was really hard this year because you know normally we have we have a scoring sheet. So we went through the scoring sheet, but. Everything else was just slightly different, so this is why we did the diversification award because you know two of the businesses had fundamentally diversified, but we do we do look at things we look at it in terms of uh, uh, as we're saying the passion you know in terms of what their business plan is and um, what they see the future is. So yes, and we've we've got people sort of you know farmers and sort of people from uh, sort of John Speakman from Shoprite. Who actually, you know, through the whole food chain is actually trying to help these people.
1: Andrew Lee is the food development manager from DEFA.
4: Manx Radio's Countryside
0: is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Well, the awards were all presented after the grand parade on the Saturday afternoon, and the final lineup produced some very good uh, animals indeed. And I went, firstly, spoke to Joe Nichols. Yeah. It was
7: uh, well, not expected at all.
0: How <laughs> nerve-wracking, I suppose. You can see everything from up there on the horse. Yeah.
7: I know, I was a bit nervous because um, he's never been in this situation before. So I was a bit unsure how he would react You know, with the other animals, but he's been absolutely fantastic. So. Yeah, because it
0: can be a long time waiting here, can't it?
7: Well, I think he's getting a bit bored now. He's <laughs> starting to fidget a bit, yeah. but.
0: Tell us a little bit about him.
7: Um, He's a seven-year-old Connemara, and I've had him... What's his name? uh, Bertie, and he has a posh name, uh, Cora's birthday boy. (laughs) Yeah, we've had him for two years, and I've just been slowly working, you know, to build a partnership up with him, and he's certainly come up trumps today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh... So, yeah, uh, take a lot of preparation, I suppose, like all the animals, do they?
7: Yeah, hours. Yeah, he has to be ridden most days obviously looked after 24-7 yeah. <laughs> he's spoilt
0: oh, did you do, do any other things on him yeah. during the year
7: uh, yes I try to do dressage with him that's, yeah. that's his other forte so uh, yeah so that's good
0: he scrubs up well then he certainly does there we are best light horse A the end of the Grand Parade it was Joe Nichols. Uh, there winning that prize so well done to her. It was great to see the horse and she was absolutely delighted as well um, with just getting to that final for you wasn't it?
1: There's some beautiful horses here on the Isle of Man and some very competitive riders as well so it must be big hard classes in that section in the morning over the two days and to get into that final four was just a magnificent job for them.
0: Well, all the prizes included the third reserve which was the Kermode family from Morrisdale. Congratulations on that. Not quite the same achievement as the Southern show, but still great to get there and just in them final few. It well really,
1: it really really was. We were absolutely delighted. And it's the same sheep as well. She is an absolute Trojan and we we're so proud of it. And to get through the classes and then to be the overall short wool champion and into the final four, it, it's a big undertaking for any animal, but we're so proud of her. Yeah,
0: it was really difficult to, uh, as well because a lot of the, the animals that came in round the ring, and you were already in there, and had to wait all round there. And it's even difficult even to, to handle sheep, even though they're not quite as big as some of the big bulls, you know, obviously. But they still can be a bit of a handful. Took yeah. a bit of a charge towards the end.
1: She did. <laughs> she, she's a very powerful sheep, and she has her own mind. And all animals are so individual, and the, her personality. She really didn't want to be here today. I don't think she was very grumpy, and uh, she made it known by the of the Grand Parade, she wanted to go home and took off across the show ring. Yeah, well that of course was a Texel
0: ewe, and what age was that one?
1: She's um, born in 2013, Uh, she's in a full mouth ewe, she's produced some fabulous lambs for her and her daughter competed alongside her in the group of three to win there this afternoon, so she's breeding exceptionally well as well, so we're very proud of her.
0: Second reserve went to the Champion of the Southern District Agricultural Show is the Limison Heifer from the Kane family. Well, Kane didn't quite get the triple in, the hat-trick there, but uh, congratulations anyway. Second reserve, well done.
8: Yeah, delighted with that. Champion beef animals, so really pleased. Two excellent dairy cows ahead of us, yeah.
0: Well done to Dougie and Melinda getting the champion. Fantastic. I mean, is that a big part of you showing? It's not just that. It's always nice to get the supreme champion, but to win your class, is that quite a big honour?
8: Yeah, it starts with you hope to win your class, you know each class of the limousines, and then to get champion limousine, then it's the net like the next step really, and then the main ring. Once you get in the main ring, anything can happen. But yeah, we we'd had a great day again, and. Uh, Full credit to all the show committee at both shows, you know, fantastic. A lot of work goes
0: into it and really well organised, very, very good. Again, there was a great line-up at the end there. I know there was a few people that had maybe picked, um, you know, some other ones, but of course it's just the preference of the people, isn't it?
8: Yeah, once you get to that final line-up, it's the best of each breed and... Uh, you know, it's it's purely down to the judges' preference. And,
0: yeah, I'd say fantastic champion he picked. Great family effort, though, isn't it? I know you've had a lot of help here. Yeah, a
8: lot of help. Mm. Tom and Ellie, Sarah, and my dad's great help. Willie Hamilton, again, helping us out on the day and trimming them up. And, yeah, good team effort.
0: But well, to be back next year, just as strong, won't you?
8: Yeah, hopefully. We had a, a young heifer here today that was, um, she was... A year, a year younger than the heifer that won, but I think next year she'll grow on and, yeah, should have something decent, hopefully.
1: And that was the Kane family with their limousine heifer. I caught up with the first reserve champion... Vicky Sloan Masson, another successful day for you in the Holstein section. And is it the same cow
9: as fortnight ago at the Southern District Show? No, it's not. It's a different cow. They were both at the Southern, but this time uh, the judge picked the other cow. Obviously, just a different style of cow that won last week. The judge preferred a um, shorter, wider cow, whereas this week's gone for more of an extreme Holstein. So yeah. I still I love both of the cows, so <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> you brought an
1: array of cattle here today. You've obviously got your, your children involved as well. It's a full family business.
9: Yeah, it definitely has to be. All hands on deck. <laughs> How many months before does it start, really? Um, With the calves, I normally generally start January, February time, to be honest, because I like to get all them trained and out of the way so I can concentrate on cows. Because obviously with the calf show being the day before the main show, they kind of just get left that week where we take over with the cows and then we just pick them up to take them to the show, basically. Um, So I like to get the calves all ready, well trained.
1: And how do you manage with the udders? Obviously these cows milk each end of the day. To have them perfect for the day, how do you do it?
9: I'm still learning. (laughs) My dad always used to do all that by himself and it was all kept quiet and like, not hush hush, but it's nice to keep cows in the same routine and have the same people milking them. But you need to know your cow like the back of your hand and some cows you can do it and some cows you can't. Uh, You've got to know exactly how much to take off in the morning before you come here. And then obviously they're bagged, ready for the show class at half eleven. And then you've got to make that massive decision whether to take milk off or not to take milk off to wait for the Grand Parade. Um, And some cows you can do it and some cows you can't. And and that's just the risk you have to take. You've got to know them. And is it a joint decision between you and Neil? I make that decision. (laughs) (laughs) With a little help from my dad, I've got to say, I do get like a second opinion. He's been doing it for absolutely years, so... Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking, really nerve wracking. <laughs>
0: Vicky Sloan Masson there with the lovely Holstein cow there taking the first reserve at this year's show. The supreme champion, though, and a very delighted short horned cow that was on display that took the prize, and an even more delighted Cool family, Kayleigh Cool.
5: Yeah, it's been fab. It hasn't really sunk in yet at all, but. Yeah, words can't describe. But it's, it's been a lot of hard work to get to this point. So, yeah. overwhelmed.
0: It's been a while since, I suppose, a, a short one has won, hasn't it? I
5: know. Yeah. I think it's... I'm oh, not in nice. my showtime anyway. Yeah. yeah, we've hardly ever even got pulled up at the Royal before. We always seem to have bad luck here. So, to just go straight to the top this year has been amazing, really. Yeah. Yeah. what have you done different? I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. But whatever it seemed to do... seemed to work anyway. Yeah, yeah
0: well, when, when I spoke to you, mum, uh, when they were live, when the uh, announcements were made, she was just overcome by delight on her face. It was just oh, worth yeah.
5: it. <laughs> all were just a bit overwhelmed. I'm not expecting it at all. There's such a good quality of stock here, right? So it was that final lineup with that fi- those final animals just uh, picked out. It was it could have been any anybody's game at all. And credit to them, where credit's due, they were amazing. And it it could have gone any way really. At yeah. all
0: and yeah. uh, they said four calves. You're one that won.
5: Yeah, four calves yeah. Uh, yeah she's in calf uh, to her fifth yeah, June February mm. yeah she's done well for us um, milking well at the moment and yeah hopefully she will go on
0: Yeah. and what what are the shorthorns like to be looking after are they one of the calmer ones
5: no they're yeah. not <laughs> they're really headstrong she's always uh, this one that won bramble she is typical short one, always boshing everybody out of the way she's first in the parlor each day she's first at the gate ready one wan- waiting to come in. She is literally queen of the herd. She is queen bee. What like makes yeah. them
0: a little bit special? Maybe, though, is it? maybe oh, she yeah. just
5: got that little bit, <laughs> little bit about her that maybe. She thinks she has the edge, but makes it difficult to lead around the ring anyway. She's quite headstrong.
0: Yeah, yeah but, but yeah. You, you, to come away with something like this uh, in that, like the competition that you said, it, it just must be, well, you can tell on your face. Yeah, <laughs> well unexpected,
5: done. but fab. Yeah, yeah really well done, good
0: day. Man. Well, there we are. Kaylee Cool from the Cool family there. Dougie and Belinda, and uh, Sarah as well, all absolutely delighted with taking the Supreme Championship at this year's 2017 Royal Manx Agricultural Show with their seven year old Shorthorn Cow. Well, the judge for the supreme champion every year gets picked by the president and is only announced just as the parade has got underway. And this year it was quite a special one because it was the father of
10: this year's president, Andy Curran, his dad, John. I ended up with four animals at the final so line-up birthday, and really outstanding animals, do but I went oil oil for the two dairy cows having produced one produced four calves and the other three they both show very well across the UK. In fact any of the animals at uh, the top four would uh, stand very well anywhere.
1: A lot of work goes into getting the dairy cows in particular their orders correct for the day. How hard is it to prepare an animal like that?
10: Well I used to um, help my father show short, then my, my brother Sid and Teddy to um, shows freezers and Holsteins and it is a very hard, a difficult job to get a dairy animal on song on the day. Uh, well in fact with any uh, any animal you show, like so beef animals or sheep, you know there's so many months of uh, preparation beforehand, so sheep, you know, trimming, maybe trimming. It is a, a long job.
1: You had some beautiful beef animals brought out, and with your past job as, as being in the butchering trade, were they what you were looking for as well?
10: Oh yes, there were some very, very good classes of uh, limousines this morning because I was the judge's steward for the beef judge and he, he was impressed with what he with what was put before him.
1: The beef cattle classes in particular, they seem to be growing and growing year on year.
10: Yeah, but the quality of stock is good and they are increasing which is good to see because um, a few years ago um, the entries were in decline but there seems to be a lot more enthusiasm as from uh, uh, younger the people to show cattle and sheep and dairy cattle, whatever.
1: When Andy, your son, asked you to be the judge here today for the Supreme, what was your reaction?
10: Well, I was sort of surprised really, but um, very honored and proud to be asked to, to judge the Supreme because it's not everyone that gets an invitation to judge. And there are many farmers, ladies and men that would Liked the opportunity to get in that ring <laughs> and sort the stock out.
1: Today would have been a very difficult job, but you've obviously chosen and proven that these, these are the worthy winners today. It was a delight to see. Yep,
10: yeah, my final lineup of four
0: were really outstanding animals. The judge for the 2017 Royal Manx show, John Corrin. And it was great that he was picked by his son, a great family they are too, and great followers and supporters of the shows for many years. And Kiri caught up with the President Andy Corran.
11: Oh yeah, compared to yesterday it's been a wonderful day and the crowds have been flocking here especially since dinner time and that sun come out so I think it's been a wonderful afternoon.
1: And you chose an able judge in your father, Johnny.
11: I could have had loads of people to choose from but I couldn't ask anybody else other than my dad.
1: And what an experienced man he is too.
11: Yeah, oh he's been through, he's had livestock all his life. So he, he knows what he's uh, looking at.
1: Today, obviously, the, the show has ran smoothly for everybody involved. It's a huge team effort, though, Andy.
11: Oh, there's loads of people getting involved. You know, They're setting up. We've been here for the best part of a month, getting set up. I mean, all the people, all volunteers, lots of work gone into it. And there's, there's lots of people who don't see much of the show today because they're, they're organising people from the, the ones in the car parks, getting people in and out safely, to the ladies in the catering tents. They don't see much of what goes on
1: and as an exhibitor as well the judges are coming from the UK and we really appreciate that as well You're know, picking these judges year in year out that's got to be a difficult task as well because they are some of the best stockmen across the UK
11: yeah but they consistently tell us when they come over that the standard of stock in the Isle of Man's about as good as anywhere else in the UK so
1: there's something for everybody at the show I haven't had much chance to get around the show field today but it is absolutely jam-packed
11: oh yeah it's been wonderful and I just wish Jim all their best for next year. The present for the Royal Manx show for 2017,
0: Andy Corran. Well, what a baptism of fire for the new secretary for this year's Royal Manx, Carol Kenick.
12: It has, it's been a fantastic show. It's really, really turned out
0: well for us. The beauty of it as well, there was such a fantastic array of uh, livestock in the Grand Parade at the end of the Saturday afternoon and when you looked at it and when John Connor tapped uh, the Cool family's short on on yeah. the backside, that, that was a picture to be seen. Well, you couldn't put that in words, can no. you?
12: It was it, that was a complete family celebration, and it was lovely to see um, Sarah and Kaylee come out and join Belinda, and then Dougie come up as well. And that's what it's all about. These families pull together and work, and they don't just turn up and show an, an- animal. That's also months, years of work. So. No, congratulations to them.
0: Yeah, and From your side of it, you know, you've had the build-up too, but what was the most thing that surprised you that seemed more of a challenge on the days?
12: I was surprised at how sort of quiet it was for me. Um, now that the show was here, there was very little for me to do in some ways. Today was a bit of a struggle this afternoon trying to get all the results um, together for the Grand Parade, but it happened with five minutes to spare. <laughs>
0: But well, there's such a, a number of classes, and uh, um, you know, I spoke to Lee Kane and the Kane family there. They they come away with the Southern Championship, not quite got it this year, but still full of praise for for the the lineup that was there mm-hmm. at the end.
12: Well, they understand and they admire um, their competitors, and if there weren't competitors, exhibitors, there wouldn't be a competition. So. People have to be grateful that these other, you no know, competitors do turn up.
0: It was good as well, the line-up at the end, the, the horse entry uh, over the far field today, they had a whale of a time, and they're still going now here in the main ring with a new event.
12: I mean, it's great, I mean, to say, best part of the day now, and it's really to help people stay on the field, you know. It's been a long, long two days for us, but we just want people to enjoy it, and it suited us that Cannae um, ran this after the Grand Parade. So, yeah, it just keeps people here
0: yeah and the, the the young people who were involved in the horse side of it. it was great that that uh, Joe Nichols as well was involved in the in the final lineup mm-hmm. at the end. Yes,
12: yeah. Um, I mean the, the light horses um, are a big big part of the show for us now so again, we just want to encourage people to come along you know, and be part of the show.
0: Its your first year done, so it's probably the the most nerve-wracking you'll know to ex- what expect uh, for next year and I'm mm. pretty sure with a look on your face that you've no intention of giving it up.
12: No, no. I have had some a few wobbles, but no, I've loved every minute of it. And um, I couldn't have done it without the team. It's complete teamwork. I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to everybody that's helped and supported me.
0: Yeah, these tents don't go up on their own or no. marquees. The and they don't come component. down
12: by themselves either.
0: <laughs> well, certainly been a tough, uh, not just two days, but a tough months and months leading up to the show for the new secretary for the Royal Mags Agricultural Show, uh, Carol Kenick there and doing a superb job well done well what a, a great show again we say it time after time but um, I think this is the second year you've done it with me Kerry and it's been another cracker hasn't it
1: it really has. The weather has made it just that little bit better on this Saturday afternoon. That We thought the numbers might have been down, but I think it's really just caught up today. It, what a magnificent show of animals. It, just a credit to everybody that's brought them here to take part. The hard work that's gone into it, and we've thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, and the public have as well, and it's not just the animals that are on show, the farm machinery stands and all the other stands that come here to make it sort of accessible, for every walk of life really on the island and young and old as well something for everyone manx radio's countryside is brought to you by nfu mutual well there hope you enjoyed i'll look back at the 2017 royal manx agricultural society show from the president's and uh, picking his dad yeah andy Corran, the president this year picking his dad john Corran as the judge for the day and uh linda cool and the cool family all of them there uh, dougie and uh, sarah and uh, also uh Curia as well all absolutely delighted with their uh, uh, dairy short horn cow that came away with the supreme champion for 2017 there we go uh we'll be back to just about right normal on next week's program so until then from me Simon Clark. And me
7: Kerry Cameron. We'll see you
0: next week. Ta da Bye
7: bye. Don't sit in the slow lane. Join the fast lane right now with Shaw's all new Superfast Plus broadband. Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high speed action with Superfast Plus broadband from Shaw. For details, visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey and Port Erin or click Shaw.com
6: love
12: the
7: end show. Tons and conditions apply.